0: When we have salvation, we have a personal, intimate relationship with God. When we sin, that intimate, personal relationship, the communication is broken.
1: What's up, everybody? This is John Mark. Yes, just like in the Bible, and welcome to No Turning Back. So I had been struggling to find the right words to say about the subject we're going to be talking about today and I finally decided, you know what, why not have it as a conversation with some other people. So I got in contact with two of my favorite people in the world, my mom and my dad, and decided just to sit down and have a conversation with them about the subject. And here it is. Mom, dad, would you like to say hi? Hi. Hello. Hi. It's a pleasure to be here. It is a blessing. So the subject we're going to be talking about is sin. Now, mom and dad, I have a very important question for both of y'all. Are either one of y'all perfect?
2: Well, I think she, she is perfect, actually. Well, just like Mary
0: Poppins, <laughs> practically perfect in every way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not no. perfect at all. We're not. We're, we're not. not perfect no either. one
2: is. No one is. No. All right, and, you, you and at this moment we have someone at the door that he just want to come here to to be part of the conversation. Part, the conversation, and he's a uh, John's baby,
1: my little baby Cason. Yeah, he's not perfect either. Oh no. But boy, do I love him. Oh yes that's absolutely true. We so I love him. I think sin is or rather accepting sin has become a a problem in the church. Not just I mean and I'm talking in the church in in general, not necessarily in in our church. I mean it is in our church, but it is in every church and the main thing is It seems like sin today is becoming more and more prevalent, more and more accepted. And my question for you, I mean, Dad, you've been a pastor for 30,
2: 33 years almost, right? Yeah, somewhere around there. (laughs) For a very long time. So
1: my question for you then would be is, is sin... Or
2: should sin ever be seen as acceptable in the church? No, uh, we know that Jesus came to offer the solution for our sins, and the uh, and the call is not just to look the other way. It's not just to think that it's just a a, a little mistake that we are. Make him, but to see that sin is what is separating us from God and we got to deal with our sins and that means uh, repenting of our sins and coming to Jesus because if we don't uh, come to the point of repentance then there's not going to be a solution and the solution is not just to Look in a different direction. It cannot be accepted, cannot be part of, um, cannot be accepted in any way. we got to deal with it. I think I couldn't have
1: put it in, in any better words myself. So, now we have a problem with, if we say sin is still sin, then we're being considered intolerant. Mom, do you have any thoughts?
0: Yeah, I have some thoughts. Um, God's Word is absolute. There is, I mean, it's absolute. Whether we accept it or not, God's Word is absolute, and then we have it in the Bible. But God's Word is the Bible. The Bible is God's Word, period. And society wants to say, it's okay. Well, that's not what God's Word says. So we have a choice of saying, okay, I believe what God's Word says, regardless of what society says, and be considered intolerant because God is not tolerant towards sin.
2: And something else that I think we've got to make a a line of difference, Uh, we know that uh, God hates sin but loves the sinners. my point in, uh, on this is we got to make a distin- distinction between a person uh, who is loved by God and a behavior, which is, it could be a sinful behavior that God is offering a solution for that the behavior, uh, a behavior, a sinful behavior, not only is an attempt against our life or living life to the fullness, but also is an attempt to destroy not only our personal life, but our family life, our congregational life, and society in general. So the only way to deal with that is to deal with sin and to learn to see sin not from the point of view of society or culture, but what God, and how God sees sin, and when we come to that point to see sin the way that God see, sees it, and we, we have the opportunity of repentance, and to uh, get away from that, and to experience the abundant life that Jesus is offering to us.
0: Yeah, and since the very beginning, Satan has been a deceiver. He is a deceiver. He deceived Eve into questioning God's Word. And that's what exactly what society does now. They want us to question God's Word as if it is not what it says it is. Yeah, it, the tendency of,
2: the, of us, human beings, is that when we are doing something wrong, something bad, uh, living a sinful lifestyle... That we want, in a personal way to tolerate, and society is encouraging us to see it as normal and in this life is actually saying that if we don't um if some someone confront us with our that sinful lifestyle uh it's like they reject us, and people don't see the difference between. Uh, facing or confronting the sin or rejecting us as a person and that's a it's a huge big difference God the people is not rejecting us is uh, maybe confronting us with a li- with the sinful lifestyle what God is telling us and what uh, preachers are telling us and when they tell us this it's not that guy God hate us but God is showing us something that needs to be changed in, in our life. Yeah. So, we're talking about sin and, and whether or not it can
1: be accepted or, or should be accepted in the church. And, and how to confront sin. And that leads us to the point of talking about right and wrong. Everybody has a different definition, so to speak, of right and wrong. So I think it's important for us to define as well what exactly is sin. And I know James four seventeen says, "Therefore, to him that knoweth to do good and doeth it not, to him it is sin." If we are actively doing what is, or we are actively not doing what we know is right to do, that's That's a sin. And well, how can we know what is right to do if we don't read the Word of God? But then that brings us to another another big problem and another big question if a Christian sins, does that Christian lose their salvation?
2: Well, the Christian will lose the salvation if the salvation is uh is conquered is um is something that he himself accomplished. But salvation according to the Bible is something that Jesus accomplished. And God through his grace is offering in a free way to every human being. So it's not resting upon me and upon the kind of stuff that we do is resting on Jesus and his work in the cross and through his sacrifice he offers a complete salvation and when the bible speaks of salvation that's about eternal life so if it's eternal and we lose it then it was not eternal
0: exactly
1: yeah so i think this is a big problem too we as christians we and i think i found myself Maybe give being guilty of this, of portraying salvation in a wrong way where salvation, we are saved by grace, but then our salvation is dependent on how good we do, on how little we sin.
2: Yeah, I, I think there's a problem with many of the, uh, many people in many religious groups, uh. I mean, salvation is given by grace freely to us and is sustained freely by grace in God's mighty hand. It is God's power, the one that gives the, warranty, the guarantee of salvation, not us.
0: Yeah, so it's like when we have salvation, we have a personal, intimate relationship with God. When we sin that intimate, personal relationship, the communication is broken. The relationship remains. It's like a parent with a child. Parents love their children regardless of what they do. But when that child does something wrong, the parents discipline the child. That child still is that parent's child. But the discipline is there. And it's the same thing with God. It's just the communication, the communion there is broken. And, and it has to be um, restored. And that's the purpose of confession for a Christian.
2: Confession that needs to be done with God because we have offended God directly. And God is the one that forgives sins. So mm-hmm. we gotta come to God, not necessarily to an individual who is gonna give exactly. an absolution or of of our sins. Like so, uh, but something that we gotta realize is that every human being is is a sinner, uh, and that Paul tells us that in Romans three ten. There's no good, not even one, and he says that every single human being is a sinner and that's a, we can see that in romans three twenty three, and they, uh we see that the the uh, consequence of sin is death and paul says that in romans six twenty three. so uh if salvation and the forgiveness of sin depends on us then we all are in trouble and including all this, the the apostles including every human being so uh, in this, we got to realize several things. We all have one problem, and a problem is sin. And even though we may have repented, we have come to Jesus, we ask Him to be our Lord and Savior, we will still struggle with something that is called sin. We cannot come to a point of seeing sin as something normal, and we cannot see sin uh, the way that the uh, society and the way of culture is showing us uh, like different lifestyles, like something normal. Uh, we got to see sin from the perspective of God. And of course, to know that, we got to go to the Word of God. We got to know God's input to us. And when the Holy Spirit uh, starts bringing that Word into our heart and mind, there's going to be a conviction, and there's going to be something that is going to make us uncomfortable with what we think or with what we, be, we are doing, and there's not going to be peace in our hearts until we come to the point of first dealing with sin, repenting of our of our sins, giving our, our heart and life to Jesus, and once we our, give our hearts and life to Jesus, then... Just a solution to for the sin, and then we can know that there is a relationship, and that relationship cannot be broken, and and that relationship is gonna bring us to assurance of salvation, a place in heaven that is resting absolutely and only upon Jesus. Amen. So I think we've covered about what is
1: sin, whether or not it's okay for a Christian to sin, which. Again, we have to say we're not expecting anyone to not sin because the only, because if we are able to not sin, we wouldn't have needed for Christ to come and die for us. Exactly. We wouldn't have needed for Christ to pay the price for our sins. So there is no one who's perfect even after accepting Christ as Lord and Savior. We're still going to fail every day. In fact, I can think of just yesterday, I got angry. And I took my anger out on my mom and my wife. Mm-hmm. And it, I was angry because my I had just gotten a new debit card and I couldn't get it to work. And I had to leave the stuff I was going to buy at the store, run to my house and grab another card and run back to the store so I can pay for what I had what I was needing. And so it was frustrating and embarrassing to me. And I sinned and I messed up.
2: And, and, and that's something that we got to realize that in the church, when we come to Christ, we come to Jesus, we are, are we're not perfect. We continue to be sinners and we're going to fail in many, many ways. That's one example. And, and the thing is, sometimes people see sins in different levels that might be a, a light Type of sin from the perspective of someone else, uh, killing, uh, or or any other uh, adultery, any other uh, sin is seen like something very big and something very difficult to overcome. But any sin is a struggle, and sins will bring chains upon our life. And the only way to overcome that is to come to God, come back to Him repent of our sins and I think that's that's one of uh, the of the difficult parts also because uh sometimes we know that God can forgive us but sometimes we don't forgive our, ourselves and sometimes we don't forgive another Christian that have failed and is trying to make their life right before God. So if God forgives us, we need to be gracious and offer forgiveness to everyone. If someone fails, it needs a hand to uh, step stand up and come back and continue, knowing that life is a struggle, but God is here is the God of opportunities for every one of us, even though some people want to deny that opportunity for us. So there is God's hint and God's mercy and God's grace and, and love.
1: Amen. So, again, we've said already, sin is still sin regardless of whether or not society is accepting it. What's wrong is wrong even if everyone else is doing it. We've established that even a, a Christian can sin although our goal is to Be like Christ. When we fail, that's why we have a merciful God. He will come and offer us a helping hand, pick us up out of the water, just as he did with Peter, and restore us and forgive us. We cannot lose our salvation if we sin because when God promises eternal life, it is eternal life in every sense of the word. It will. It is never ending from the moment we accept it to the end of eternity, which will which never, never come. And just to kind of to finish up, I want to read a passage real quick in the book of Romans. It's a passage that's really touched my heart. And the writer of Romans, the Apostle Paul, said this, So the trouble is not with the law, for it is spiritual and good. The trouble is with me, for I'm all too human, a slave to sin. If I don't understand, I don't really understand myself. For I want to do what is right, but I don't do it. Instead, I do what I hate. But if I know that what I'm doing is wrong, this shows that I agree that the law is good. So I'm not the one doing wrong. It is sin living in me that does it. And I know that nothing good lives in me that is in my sinful nature. I want to do what is right, but I can't. I want to do what is good, but I don't. I don't want to do... What is wrong, but I do it anyways. But if I do what I don't want to do, I'm not really the one doing wrong. It is sin living in me that does it. I've discovered this principle of life. That when I want to do what is right, I inevitably do what is wrong. I believe God's law with all my heart. I love God's law with all my heart. But there is another power within me that is at war with my mind. This power makes me a slave to the sin that is still within me. Oh, what a miserable person I am. Who will free me from this life that is dominated by sin and death? Thank God, for the answer is in Jesus Christ, our Lord. So you see how it is. In my mind, I really want to obey God's law, but because of my sinful nature, I am a slave to sin. So I think the long and short of everything is this. Sin is wrong. God is good. No matter how hard we try, we're going to fail. But that's why God sent us His Son. I'm not responsible for other people's sins. I'm responsible for my own sins. My struggle isn't to make sure everyone else is walking right with God. My struggle is to make sure that I am walking right with God. I need to make sure, and each and every one of us as individuals need to make sure that we are living our life as pleasing and as holy and as acceptable before God because we are the light of the world. We are reflecting the light of Jesus Christ in this lost and dark world. We're not going to live perfect. Don't expect to live perfect. Expect to live in the grace of God trusting that He loves us and that He has offered us a new life. Mom, Dad, thank you for joining me today on the podcast. I enjoyed our conversation.
2: Thank you for thank inviting you. us. And thank you for all the listeners to uh, 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 to listen to my English. <laughs> it's, it's not the best one, but Uh, Thank you. Thank you for supporting and for listening. Hopefully, I hope this has been a blessing to you. I know it's been a blessing to me.
1: And y'all have a good one. Tune in next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope it's been a blessing for you. And just remember this. No matter how hard we try to live up to God's standards, we're always going to fail. But that's why God sent us His Son. He loves us so much. He sent His Son to take your place and my place on the cross to pay for our sins, to pay the price for our sins, so that you and I could have a personal relationship with God and have an opportunity to live in eternity with Him. God bless you.